Welcome to another special bonus episode of On the RLC, part of the How Great Events Happen podcast. That's right. This is where we cuddle up on Cody's soon-to-be-famous red leather couch, enjoy a delicious coffee beverage while we hear stories from event professionals. Yeah, and today we have Dana Frecker-Gudi and Todd Carruth to tell us their true stories. So, hey, guys. Hi. Hey. Hey, so first question I always ask is, what is your delicious coffee beverage that you chose today? I went a little bit out of my comfort zone, Cody, and am trying a lovely holiday beverage called the chestnut... Pumpkin spice latte. (laughs) (laughs) No, the chestnut praline latte. Oh my gosh. That's also also the chestnut praline latte. (laughs) (laughs) Now it all makes sense. That sounds delicious. Did you bring Todd something? Uh, I did. I I did the coffee run today, and Todd should be enjoying a flat white. I am comfortably in my comfort zone with a flat white, so thank you very much. Oh my gosh. Well, I went totally opposite. I wanted the caffeine, but not too much, so I actually have an iced tea. Oh, iced tea, Brooke. I know. Okay. You're going to kick me off the couch. I'm, I'm <laughs> a little bit displeased right now. Well, but you get to sleep on time tonight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm following the trend from last week. I have some black coffee, but I put a little bit of hazelnut creamer in there. Oh, fancy. Get, I know. I'm pushing, crazy talk. Pushing Quite it to the as next good level, as Dana, right? but pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so excited to have you guys here today. Actually, I'm a little nervous because we have some other podcast professionals. You guys both have been hosting a podcast for many years now. Is that right? Can you tell us a little bit more about it? Sure, absolutely. Yeah, the Exposure Podcast brought to you by the Expo Group uh, has been going on for, this is our fourth season, if you will. Uh, We do a show once a month and uh, coming up in 2020 will be five years in March. Uh, It has been a labor of love and uh, just a, a fun time growing with the podcast. And I I strongly encourage you guys to check it out. Absolutely. I've listened to it several times. Good stuff. We actually got to um, hang out with Dana at in Las Vegas at Cement Connect we did. this year, which was really fun and share stories about podcasting. And now here you guys are. <laughs> Yay. Awesome. And we um, invited you on to tell us some of your crazy stories. I mean, you are the Expo Group. There's a lot going on there. You guys are doing some innovative, really cool stuff. And so I'm so excited to hear about one of these stories. Cody was telling me had something to do with insects. Yeah, the insects. Like As soon as I heard that, I was like, you guys need to be on our podcast right now. Tell everybody about it. I I don't know much. So this is sort of my first time hearing this. I'm so curious. Tell me more about what you guys are doing with insects. (laughs) It is a little bit uh, off the wall. We wanted to encourage people a few years back. We wanted to dig in on this theme of rethinking change and inviting prospects who were being invited to an event and an exhibit that we had going on at IAWE's Expo Expo, we wanted to get them thinking, or rather rethinking, about change in general. 
Yeah, rethink had been one of our primary topics that we've been pushing on throughout the entire year. It was on our website. And the whole idea was to get folks to rethink how they did things. And as Dana said, rethink change and really get them stepping outside of their comfort zone because it's so hard. You get, you know, you get comfortable. We're all comfortable here on the red leather couch. <laughs> and we kind of want to push them a little bit because if you make one slight difference, it makes it a little bit easier to rethink how you would do things. So that was the idea behind that, getting them out of their comfort zone. I love that idea. Yeah, that's a fun thing I think about humans is the more we change, the more we want to change, the more open we are to change, the more ready and willing and all that we are. I agree. I always tell Cody, I'm like, if you think of something that kind of makes you nervous to do it, you should probably do it because it's yeah. most likely pushing you outside your comfort yeah, zone. Yeah, it's challenging the status quo. It's really important, I think. Yeah. And yeah. it's growth also. Yeah. It usually leads to growth as well. So with the ants, so here's the thing. So the idea behind that was we took 30 of our top prospects and we sent them chocolate-covered ants in the mail. A specialty box said, rethink change. Uh, we know it's scary, but uh, face your fear. And we asked them that if they tried out the ants, ate them, shot video themselves eating the ants and sent it back to us, we would treat them to a $100 lunch on us to help wash down those ants that they oh had before. Gosh. Clear the palate. <laughs> wow. So you said 30 people. How many people actually did it and sent you a video? So here's the great thing. We got three videos back, which is not a bad return if you think about it. I mean, we're talking about the top prospects that we were looking at for our company. But not only that, we got private messages and pictures from people who didn't video, but they said, this was so much fun. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm just trying to imagine what I would do if I got in the mail a box of chocolate covered ants. My first reaction would be, what is happening right now? Yeah, I'd be, I'd be taking a picture of it and sending it to it would everybody. Be all over my social media in the matter yes. of seconds, yeah. for sure. Yes. Um, and I mean, of course I'd try them. That was part of the success of this program too, is exactly what you guys just said, is people were sharing on Facebook and they posted videos back to us on social media. So we got access to their followers and it just helped give this a longer tail than we even thought. It kind of helped reinforce the uh, the renegade aspect of the Expo group and how our company has a tendency to kind of do things a little bit outside the norm. We're not afraid to take some chances. And, and again, as a company, get outside our comfort zone a little bit. But uh, Dana, the ants were just the gateway drug, right? Yes, yes. So obviously, you know, this was because we were having an exhibit and so once people arrived at the show, the people who had eaten the chocolate-covered ants were invited to push a little bit further out of their comfort zone. And we had chocolate-covered crickets and larvae <laughs> in the booth so that people could, hey, try something new. And again, we were shooting video. We were posting pictures of people who were really rethinking change and seeing the rewards that that can bring. So the best part, I think, of our actual exhibit that we were able to capture this audience at was we hit all of their senses. So because we have taste already rocking for us and 
a lovely taste it was. <laughs> I was like, I'm not sure about that, but okay. <laughs> Uh, but we also created a challenge wall. So people would come up to us in the booth and they could take this challenge where they would look inside of a box and have something challenge them. They could listen to something that was secreted away in a box and again, be challenged. And then obviously um, smell and see. What's in the box, Dana? <laughs> I know. Come on, you gotta tell us. So uh, I'll tell you. So the the box with this for this the sense of sight, uh, it was a clown mask, a very scary clown mask. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm not expecting that. <laughs> I like it though. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, kind of reminiscent of it. Um, the box with the sound, uh, we had headphones. You put them on. And did you guys ever see Dumb and Dumber? A thousand times. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. Okay. So. <laughs> When Jim Carrey asks the driver when they're going down the road, have you ever heard the most annoying sound in the world? And then he screams. That's That was the the sound challenge, which I thought was awesome. <laughs> so good. Um, <laughs> we had a, 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 a feel, a touch challenge. And was that? Yes, was, that is the one I forgot. Yeah, it wasn't. It was yes. a, like a jello kind of gummy you know, it, it, it didn't, it didn't stick your hand in something that was right. But yeah. again, it was trying to evoke that trepidation in people where they were, okay, I'm feeling very trepidatious about sticking my hand in here, but okay, it's not that bad. Yeah. Right? Well, it's comfort zone. You know, you, you get it, yes. put your hand in, you trust that you guys aren't going to do something crazy. <laughs> like I'm not going to be on a porcupine or something. <laughs> And then for the the sense of smell, we had a uh, uh, I had a I had a stuffed little fluffy skunk. Yeah. Um, and then did you guys know you can buy scratch and sniff skunk <laughs> smell? I did not. I'm happy I know that information now, though. <laughs> My mom's Christmas card is going to be extra yes. <laughs> this year. I wouldn't advise it, but we did that as well. Uh, and then Dana, I forgot about this. We actually had buttons to hand out based on how far you got mm -hmm. through the challenge. So you could proudly put on your I survived the challenge at the expo group button when you got through with it. In addition to being able to taste grasshoppers or if you went for the <laughs> final challenge, uh, Cody's favorite, the larva. I, I mean, you can just practically see me cringing whenever you say larva, right? It, yeah, I think we need to get some for them. Well, I love how you just sort of like gamified it too, in a way with the buttons. Yes. I'm sure as people yeah. are wandering throughout the venue, I, you probably get those people who kind of like walk by and sort of side eye the booth like oh, larva and then come back later with a group of friends when they've, they have a little bit more. Yeah, I just think about the other booths that are there and like how much cooler this one would be. Like I would walk by and I would want to like stop and talk. I don't know if I would try the larva, but I would be definitely intrigued. And I'd probably, you know, make other people do it. Yeah, but, encourage. Yeah. Encourage. On, I, I would be one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Brooke's trying the larva. What I think is so interesting are these crazy, fun, innovative ideas we hear. Where do you guys come up with this? Like how did it the conversation even start? You know what we should do? We should ask people to eat bugs. <laughs> <laughs> I think we we had a brainstorming session uh, with our creative director and Dana uh, and myself and uh, basically thought about what causes folks to get out of their comfort zone. What and, is scary? Yeah, yeah, what is what is scary to you? And, you know, one of the things that we didn't even mention was we shot some video. We wanted to shoot someone parachuting, right? Coming out, jumping out of a plane. 
Why would you jump out of a perfectly good plane? Well, that wasn't necessarily feasible, but I don't know if you guys have it where you're located, but we have indoor skydiving available here. Yes. Yep, we have one of those here too. Those yeah. Cool. I've done it before. So you've done it. It's fun, right? It is. It's, it's one of those things. It's a little scary, but once you're actually in there doing it, it's pretty cool. It's, it's pretty amazing how it, it all works out. So we had a we had a, a a salesperson and a client kind of showing us how showing the uh, the example of how we will go through this out of your comfort zone idea with our clients hand in hand and they both did the indoor skiving together and we had the the video of it and that was one of the elements of this campaign. I love that. Literally hand in hand, flying in the air. <laughs> yes. <laughs> With your client. Yes. With your client. That's so good. That is so good. So you guys are always living on the edge, I can tell. So <laughs> <laughs> it, it is. A, it's part of the brand personality of the Expo Group. You know, we were founded by a visionary who wanted to change the model of how exhibitor service happened at trade shows. And so we've always had that renegade spirit in the company. It's not for every company, you know, you really have to stay true to your brand when you are in marketing communications like Todd and I are, but we definitely enjoy pushing the boundaries of that and creating these amazing experiences to bring clients and prospects in. And I think that's really what, what we want to help do for our clients, whether they're show organizers or event planners, you know, people listening to your podcast and all the people who are making great events happen. I think a lot of that is because they are thinking outside the box and they are pushing their own comfort zone and then that translates into their business. Yeah. And one thing that you guys do that's really cool on your podcast is you pull, uh, it's called a mindfulness card, right? So it's sort of like taking yourself out of your day-to-day -day and putting yourself into maybe your attendees' shoes and really thinking about things from another perspective. I think it's such an interesting way to look at things. How has that worked for you? That's been the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. <laughs> Dana, I, you know, I've been practicing mindfulness for about two or three years, and Dana got me this big box of mindfulness cards for Christmas last year. And I thought just, you know, honestly, it was actually spur of the moment. It wasn't really, really planned. I said, we're going to pull out a card completely at random. I'm going to read it and we're going to see how we can apply that to whatever informational nugget we want to hand out on the podcast. And so, I mean, I'm, I'm, I promise you, my fingers aren't crossed. This is for real. I, it's literally on the fly, I'll pull a card out and we'll read it live during the podcast and then try to relate it. And the one we pulled just recently was about how can I love more? Invites us to look into opportunities to connect more deeply with others in all of our relationships. And so that was appropriate because Dana had a great nugget on how you can love more when it comes to your attendees or to the folks who come to your events, or your shows, right? Yeah. Besides Todd continually pushing us on our improv skills, <laughs> <laughs> we do find that every single card that has come out of the mindfulness box can be translated into the event world because it's just about changing your perspective and looking through the lens of every stakeholder. When you're planning an event, how do great events happen? They happen because you've looked through the lens of every stakeholder who's going to be in that physical space or in that space in the technology. And one of the things that it made me think of, how do you love more? 
that card on our last podcast is I was, I've been thinking about how people are creating these cocktail events. You know, they're having a signature cocktail at their opening reception or throughout their entire show. And I was like, is that an inclusive experience? It's not necessarily if you have people who are not drinking for any reason whatsoever, right? If they have decided that they don't want alcohol, which I have given events, you know, here for our own employees, and we always want to have options. And with the trend with mocktails now, you can still create that high-end craft beverage experience for everyone. So no one's feeling left out, and it's really embracing the inclusiveness that I think a lot of our attendees are looking for now. You know, the younger generations are really embracing these kinds of shifts to be more inclusive. Even, you know, dietary restrictions, instead of event planners complaining about the fact that they have to have a certain percentage of gluten-free meals, you know, how can we come out that from a place of mindfulness or love and really put ourselves in the shoes of that attendee who wants to be there and wants to stay healthy and not get sick and go to the hospital while they're at your event. Yeah, goals for <laughs> sure. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, we've actually, you know, talked to some other people talking about building mindfulness into their event, uh, very similar to this, but even maybe having like an area where you can go and just have a moment because it's so important to just kind of clear your brain so that you can go back and absorb so much more from this event. You're having so much thrown at you all the time. And I, I know it's hilarious, but I have very introverted tendencies. So if I am at... What? An- <laughs> no. What? I'm shocked. <laughs> but if I am at an event for three days and I have to be on... I need to have breakfast by myself with my headphones on or find that little corner of the hall where no one is in the ladies' bathroom and you literally can just shut down your ears and not have to deal with forklifts and all those things moving in and out and creating so much noise pollution and energy that just is... Yeah, you got to recharge, basically. Yeah, yeah. And we see, we help clients do that in a lot of different ways. Like you said, Brooke, some event planners are taking over rooms, you know, in a convention center. Maybe it's a, a breakout room. We see it happening on the trade show floor with pods or even the way we design furniture setups so that people can enable their attendees to recharge on the show floor, at least in the confines of the event. Because as I always say, the hotel room is the yeah. end of the event planner. Oh, you put yeah. your feet up, it is over. <laughs> yeah, over. exactly. So you have to enable that for your attendees. You have to enable that in in the confines of your event. Yeah. And I feel like, let's say you have a nice red leather couch in your trade show booth and people feel invited enough to come and sit down. That's actually where some of the best conversations happen. Yeah. People are like feeling more comfortable and willing to kind of open up over certain things. So you guys want to pull a mindfulness card? I would love that. I was, oh. I didn't know if you brought the deck, but I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> I right. do this with we my therapist do... all the time. So I'm kind of an expert. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's, all let's right, do it. Todd. All right, here we go. I'm gonna close my eyes. I'm going to reach over. I'm going to grab one. All right. This is completely random. It's from the rest and balance section. There are four sections and it's called hack the breath. Are you ready? Yeah. Uh, one reason the breath plays such a central role in, me- in meditation is that it's always available. So you don't need any special conditions to use it. Perhaps just as important is that it can be a mirror for how you're feeling. If you're stressed or tense, 
your breath reflects that by becoming short. If you're relaxed, your breath is longer. Take advantage of that mirror relationship by intentionally making your breath long and slow and see what happens. I like that. I've actually heard recently that belly breathing can really just center you. Yes. Right away. Even you're in the middle of crazy. Just take a second, belly breathe and yeah. back to normal. I think about what Dana said earlier about being kind of introverted. And when I go to some of these events and there's just like a million people jam-packed into a small room, I get kind of that same feeling where like your breathing starts getting shallow and like just kind of taking a step back and really breathing in deeply can probably do numbers. That's good. I can even see a, a speaker using that as a technique to get everyone relaxed at the very beginning. You know, you've heard people say, all right, let everybody stand up and stretch. Maybe we just, yeah. everybody just take a nice, deep, long breath. And then there we go. And it gives everybody a chance in the audience to kind of sit and get focused and centered and mindful. And then boom. Yeah. And get like a fresh dose of oxygen to the brain too. So you're really kind of concentrating. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Taking a deep breath puts any sort of fire that's going on in your hair, just puts it right out. For planners too. I mean, I we work with planners so closely and it's just like, go, 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 go. I have to imagine just like finding a quiet space, taking a breath and then on your way can really, can really help. Like what a small investment too. How long does it take so to just true. stand there and take a deep breath? Like 30 seconds it probably makes a huge difference. Yeah, that's a deep breath even. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one deep breath. Yeah, 30, Michael it takes 30, <laughs> no, but it, it does I meant take, 30 seconds, yeah. but yeah. I'm thinking Michael Phelps or something. I don't know. <laughs> that's but, a very it deep, is a breath. deep breath. And then as you take that belly breath, when you breathe out, you just breathe out love. Yes. Love that. Aww. Aww. See, she pulls it back. That's why she's a pro. <sighs> no yeah. one knew I was that this. new agey. <laughs> I feel like this whole interview just now feels so calm and centered. I know. I've been taking deep breaths. <laughs> it's a big warm hug. Well, if people are hug. listening in the car, we hope that they're all calm. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And thank you guys so much for joining us. I feel like I'm coming out of this interview a better person. This is so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are too, Brooke. We really appreciate being on the red leather couch. Oh. Thank you guys so much for joining us. For those who are listening, we're going to put a link to the Exposure Podcast by the Expo Group right there on cvent.com slash podcast. So be sure to check it out. Thank you guys so much. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great day. 